Hey now, friends, it's me, Lola, and you are listening to the Smoking Profit Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about writing to your future self by using a prophetic declaration. I've been writing to my future self for over 10 years, a very long time. I have notes recorded everywhere. I have digital notes, voice memos, messages on sticky notes, words in my notebooks, in my planner, and all over the internet. Have you seen the quotes that say, at the smoking profit? Yep, that's my stuff. These words find me when I need them. They've helped me so, so much. Now, when I first started writing and journaling my thoughts and my words, I didn't think that I would be writing to my future self. I had a practical reason and not a spiritual one for making these notes. I started writing to remember things. How practical is that? I'd write notes for meetings and sermons. Then I record my thoughts and the things that I sensed in my heart. I can't read a book without writing my own notes. So the margins of my books are often filled and I don't actually like letting people borrow my personal books because I don't want them reading like all of my thoughts. But anyways, I even take notes while listening to audiobooks. I record the visions from my dreams and make a list even from the things that I pray. So when I pray, like I will go and sometimes make a bulleted list of like the things that I prayed about. I don't know who else does that, but I do it. Again, I started doing all of this, not from a spiritual place. It was just really from a practical place to help me remember things that I may otherwise forget. Now I realize my words have a lot of power And it was good for me to write them down because my words reveal the future. My words help give me direction. My words help offer me meaning and shed light on why some things are necessary to my journey. My words can help me understand. They can even help me not quit and not give up during those really, really challenging and tough moments. So let me tell you how I do it. Let me tell you how to write to your future self with a prophetic declaration so that you can experience the joy and peace that these words can give you as they lead you, as they guide you, as they encourage you and bring you closer to your calling. I think one of the most insane experiences I had with a word that I had written to myself was something that happened probably around maybe I think 2011. I don't remember exactly. I would have to go and look up at my notes and and find the information. But I was at my job at the time and I was walking through the building. I'd come through the main building and I was heading over into the third building, which is where I worked and heading to the elevator to go up to my floor. And as I'm coming through the building, I heard like some words in my heart and the words were totally crazy and completely opposite of anything that I've desired. The words were this, in the next 10 to 15 years, you're going to be in full-time ministry. And I'm like, (laughs) nobody wants to do that. Me in a church talking and that's never, that's not my thing, not going to happen. And so I recorded what I sensed in my heart. I recorded what I felt and fast forward to like 10 years later, I'm in a class and it's a ministry preparation class and I had to write some essay on something. And at the moment that I'm thinking about 
what I want to write, this thought comes back to mind. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that thing that I heard is beginning to get closer and it's coming full circle. And now I'm realizing that the ministry that I have is not one that's in a church. It's a ministry where my words and my artwork and my creativity and my passion to help equip other people in their life's work and their life's calling is my ministry. And it's through the smoking prophet, it's through everything that I do. So in that moment, I realized, oh my gosh, like that's what that was all about. And now I'm at the 10 year mark. And when I sensed that, and when I heard that, it was in the next 10 to 15 years, I would be in full-time ministry. So I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Now, fast forward to several years later, around the four or five year mark from that, I'm debating on this big, big life change and this big, big transition and this big, big move. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is creepy. And I had had dreams and the dreams were confirming like, hey, you can go ahead and step out and do this. But back to what I'm trying to tell you right now at this moment, within the next four to five years, I'm debating on making this huge transition in life. I'm already feeling like it's something that I should be doing. But what helped push me over the edge was a dream. And then also me remembering this word that in the next 10 to 15 years, I would be in full-time ministry and me understanding that ministry for me was not in a pulpit. It was in me giving what I have in my heart to the world through the internet, through the smoking prophet. And so it really, really helped me to make the turn and the move that I needed to make. This is why it's so important to write to your future self. This is why it's so important to not dismiss every thought that you hear in your head and everything that you sense in your heart. Or even if you're driving down the road or maybe you're on the bus and you see a billboard sign and it says you're heading in the right direction. And in that moment, those words just jump out at you. It's so, so important not to just dismiss that stuff and to stop and to write it down because you cannot remember everything, number one. So it's just foolish to think, oh, I'm going to remember everything. It's foolish to do that. You record things to help your brain remember, recall, and to just take the pressure off so it does its best work for you. But it helps when you have these words recorded so that you can go back and look at them on the days where you feel like, am I doing the right thing? On the days where you feel like, this doesn't make sense. It helps to go back and look at your words and say, oh my gosh, three years ago, none of this made sense to me. But as I'm looking back through my journal, as I'm looking back through an old planner or an old calendar, wherever you're recording your stuff at, I can see how everything mattered and how the things that I did on the week of January 5th made a difference on the week of December the 29th. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so let's go ahead and get into it. By the way, I have way more stories about things that I've written to myself. If you want to hear more stories, then leave me a comment today and say, hey, I would like to hear 
more stories about you writing to your future self and I will come on and do like tons of stories for you. I have so, so, so many, like just thinking about it now, a few weeks ago, I dreamed and I saw a family member at my door, just walking in my house with like a basket in their hand of food. And they were coming in my door and I just looked at them and I pointed them in the direction that they wanted to go in. And so when this happened, I told my husband about it. I was like, hey, I saw this and I'm like, I wonder what they're doing for this special occasion. And so we called and said, hey, what are you doing? They're like, okay, well, I got plans and I'm good. And I was like, okay, well, they said they got plans. Well, let me tell you what happened. On the day of the special occasion, all of a sudden I start seeing food, droves of food just coming in my house. And it was my dream happening. But me recording it, me being aware of it, it just made me more sensitive to the fact that we can get insight daily into our future and that daily there's downloads that God is infusing into us, that he's given us all the time. Sometimes he's doing it because he's warning us about something. Other times he's doing it because he wants to stretch our spiritual senses. In some seasons, I may not sense God in my dreams. I may sense him more as a voice is speaking to my heart. And then in some seasons, I may not sense him that way. It just may be dreams. So when God is giving us these downloads of revelation, it can be to stretch our spiritual senses. It can be to warn us about something. It can be to get our attention so that we'll be ready for a bigger message. Like with the silly dream that I had about a family member coming to my house with like baskets of food. The father was giving me that dream to basically say, hey, I want you to pay attention. I'm showing you stuff and it's it's about to start coming quickly and I need you to pay attention to your dreams because I'm dropping some stuff in there. Because that same week I dreamed about someone else didn't even want to tell them what I dreamed about them because I didn't care. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I didn't care. I'm like, Hey, I saw this. It wasn't anything bad. I'm like, hey, I saw this. You know, God bless you on whatever that is that you got going on. But I told him about the dream. And then boom, that same week, they are like, hey, I'm supposed to be doing this. And it was related to what I saw in my dream. So sometimes the father does it to, again, warn us. Sometimes he's trying to stretch our spiritual senses. And then other times he's just trying to get us to pay attention And the whole time that we're getting the insight, if you write it down and you record it, it really helps to build your confidence, your confidence in the fact that you yourself can sense God and it doesn't require anything special. There's no routine that you got to go through. There's no ritual that you got to go through. God just talks to us. He does it all the time everybody. He talks to everybody. He communicates with people. He communicates with creation. He spoke the world into existence. He causes the sun to do what it does, the moon to do what it does, the sea to do what it does. He speaks to these things. He spoke words to them and they respond to it today. So he's always speaking. And when you write down these things that you feel like you're getting, 
it helps you see that God is talking to you. And then it helps you see that you can trust him when he gives you something. And he says to you, hey, in the next 10, 15 years, you're going to be in full-time ministry. You're like, what? Nobody is doing that. And then boom, you find yourself and you're like, how did I get here? Oh, wow. And so it helps you really, really trust God because at the end of the day, the scripture teaches us in Psalm 84 and 11, it says that God doesn't withhold any good thing from those who walk uprightly. It says that he does not withhold any good thing from those who are righteous. And we are the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Okay. So we understand that. Now, if he says that he doesn't withhold good things from us, then that means that sometimes the reason we don't have good things is because of us. And sometimes it's because we don't believe we can have it. Sometimes we're afraid to step out when we're having that little thought in our heart like, hey, try this, or hey, go to school and do that, or hey, learn about this new thing. I know you think it's weird, but I want you to learn about it. So write down these things, write down these words so that you'll have confidence and you'll grow in your confidence as you see these words come into pass and you will trust God more so that you can have all those good things that he wants you to have because he doesn't withhold good things from us. The scripture says in the book of James that every good and perfect gift comes from God. He loves to give us good things. He takes joy in that and makes him happy. I think about my grandfather. My grandfather loved giving gifts. I remember when I got my first car, I happened to be at the house and I was sitting at the kitchen counter and my grandfather was in his regular spot in the den and someone came to the door and I went and answered the door. And when I went to the door, there was this guy there. And so I invited him into the house, but not like the whole house, just like into the front part of the house. And I told my grandfather, there's someone at the door for you. And my grandfather went to the door and he took the man into the living room and his office area. And I went on about my business. And then after a while, my grandfather called me up the hall and he was like, I need you to sign something for me. So I'm like, okay, this is normal. Like, I'm like, this is normal. This isn't anything strange. I didn't even need to ask what he was asking me to sign because I trusted my grandfather with my life. And as I went to go and sign it, he was like, this is the title for your car. And his face just lit up and he just grinned. Like, this is the title for your car. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's the title for my car. Like, stop playing. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I knew nothing about this. And that's how God is. God likes to do things for us. He loves to do things for us. It makes him happy. But what we have to do is listen when he calls. What we have to do is respond when he calls. So write down what you're sensing because as you do that, it's going to help you gain more confidence that like, hey, I really can sense God talking to me because remember, he's talking to all of us. And then two, it's going to help you trust God more so that you'll listen to him when he tells you to do things, knowing that when he's telling you to do something, it's going to lead to you getting something great. Like when my grandfather said, hey, come here, you know, I need you to sign something. I didn't ask any questions. I just got up because I trusted him. 
I trusted the history I had with him. He was having me sign a title for a car and the car was sitting outside. And he was like, you think I'm playing? Look out the door. And I looked out the door and there was a car sitting out in front of the house. And I'm like, oh, this is really serious. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into it. Let me tell you how to do it. Now, I love pre-filling my planner with encouraging words and affirmations for the year. People use vision boards to hold their vision and put together their encouraging words and all of that stuff. But I like doing that in my planner. Now you can do that in your planner too, if you want, or you can do it on your vision board, or you can do it in a journal, you can do it in a notebook, you can do it wherever you want to. But I love doing it in my planner. I love turning the pages to see what encouraging words I've left for myself months in advance. My planner last, well, my planner this year, started to say last year, my planner this year literally had so many words that I wrote the year before that was relevant to my present. It was so crazy. The right words will find a way to you. It's insane. Like I said earlier, how the words I need always seem to find their way to the right page on the right day. So here's what you need to start. You need materials, pens or pencils, markers, paper, a journal or a planner, magazine clippings. I like to use magazine clippings for the stuff that I do. Stickers, scissors, and a glue stick. And here's what you need to do. It's very simple. Just pray and ask God to help you make your prophetic declaration for the year. Ask him to help you write to your future self. Ask him to give you encouraging words and guiding words concerning your future. Remember, God likes to give us good things. He doesn't withhold good things from us. So he's actually waiting for you to ask him for help. And he's like, I've been waiting for you to ask. And to be honest with you, he's probably been talking to you. And maybe you haven't sensed him because that's how it is sometimes. We don't slow down and pay the little things in life attention. And sometimes God is just speaking through very, very little things. Just like I had two dreams that happened very rapidly recently. And I know that the reason I had those dreams was not just because God wanted to show me something in the future, because that stuff didn't matter. You know, it was something that didn't matter to me that was happening for someone else that I like prayed, like, God bless you, you know, and that's it. And then it was someone coming in my house with food. Like that didn't really matter to me. It was cool, but it, it wasn't a big deal. But the reason he showed me that is because he's like, I want you to pay attention because I'm about to give you something and I need you to pay attention. I need you to see that I'm talking and I'm talking very clearly and things are going to unfold quickly, but I need you to pay attention. So ask him. He loves to give us stuff. That was my whole point of saying that he loves to talk to us. He's always speaking to us. And sometimes we are just not paying attention. Okay. So after you get your materials, after you pray and ask God to help you prep your materials, if you plan to use magazine clippings like me, get them ready. So look through your magazines, cut out the words that you like. I spend a lot of time with my magazines, so I don't want to sit down and just do that in one hour. Like I like to really look through it and see what words are jumping out for me. I like to see what images are jumping out for me, what colors are jumping out for me. So I take my time with it. Sometimes it can take me a few days to get through magazine clippings. Other times it may take longer. I <laughs> I actually clip some magazines uh, one year and did not work with them until like the next year. 
Yes, I pulled out my little small envelope. It was like a three by five envelope, I think. I pulled out those words a year later and I finally used them and they were perfect for the moment. When I tell you they were perfect, they were perfect for the moment. Okay, let me get back to this. If you plan to write from your heart, go for it. Just start writing. If you need a boost, then I'm gonna include a word search on the blog that's associated with this podcast. So just go into today's episode description. You'll see a blog there and it's gonna be a word search. Use the word search to find words that encourage you and inspire you. You can even draw and doodle too. You don't have to limit the expressions that God will give you or even how he will speak to you. When I say when God will speak to you, sometimes I hesitate to refer to God communicating with us through speaking, like saying if God will speak to you, because it indirectly implies that that is the only way that God communicates and he doesn't just communicate through speaking. He communicates with us in every way. Like you can smell something sweet and the Lord will use that to get your attention. You can smell something foul and he'll use that to get your attention too. But there are so many different ways that God communicates with us. So if you hear me say speaking on this podcast episode, just take out the word speaking and replace it with sensing or with God communicating with us through our senses. Okay. Now, when you have everything that you need, just start. Know that there is no perfect creative process. So don't limit yourself to, oh, it's only going to happen this way or my process should only take me an hour. Like, no, just take your time and just go with whatever happens. You may hear a song that inspires you throughout the day. You may see a headline that jumps out to you or an email header. Maybe someone will say something to you and it will spark several thoughts in your heart. When that happens, you write it down. You write it down and you go from there. Now, if you don't sense anything at first, please don't feel any pressure. Please don't feel any pressure. Sometimes it's very difficult for us to sense things because there's so much noise around us. There's noise with TV. There's noise with the internet. There's noise with emails going off on our phone, people calling us, social media. There's so much noise. So if you don't sense anything at first, then don't feel bad. Just know that you've prayed and you've asked God to help give you a word and he's going to do that. So at some point, something is going to drop on you. And when it drops, just record it. And even if it's one word or one sentence, go with that. Use it. When you're faithful with whatever you've been given, you'll be given more. So as you're faithful with whatever you get, you'll be given more. Listen, I enjoyed giving you this message today. I hope you use what I've given you to write to your future self. It's going to be cool. It's going to be great. I hope. <laughs> Let me know if you do this and do me a favor. Make sure you check out today's episode description for the blog notes, which will give you some clear instructions on what to do and some images and pictures from my planner, which I like doing that a lot. I'm Lola. I'm with The Smoking Prophet. The Smoking Prophet is a life advice brand designed to resource you spiritually, creatively, and socially. Our goal is to give you what it takes others' years to get. We do that through a blog, thesmokingprofit.com, and through a podcast, The Smoking Prophet Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Until next time, have the most amazing life. Bye!